Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hey everyone, good morning and welcome to the Monday Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at ProTaper. Um, yeah, it's early. It's early on Monday and we're here bright and <laughs> early. Yeah. <laughs> Eight o'clock. Uh, Don Maeda joined by Chase Curtis, Alex Ray, the Tin Man, and uh, Michael Antonovich on the phone. And uh, wow, Anton, you just had a massive week out at Loretta Lynn's Dude Ranch. Are you... Are you uh, are you recovered yet? Although I think it was not as hot this year, so you may not be uh, all shriveled up. Well, it wasn't too bad. It was a good week. It's a long week. Um, wasn't as hot, like you said. We've had really, really good weather. But then the last two days, like Friday, Saturday, it got warm. Really? Uh, no rain this year. Yeah. No rain this year, fortunately, so no crazy mud race or anything like that. But yeah, like Friday around midday, I was probably like low or like high 80s, low 90s. Typical Tennessee humidity, no wind, especially down in that hole. Mm. So you're just baking, you know. And then, uh, or no, that was, I'm sorry, that was Thursday. Friday was overcast the whole day. And then Saturday, the heat came back. Mm. So, yeah, it was a good week. Uh, great racing down there. Uh, by the end of it, you're a little motoed out. But then by the time I was on my way home, I was like, well, Unadilla is coming up. And I can't wait for the next national. And this is going to be kick-ass. So let's yeah. just get into it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was great racing. Uh, it even seemed kind of like that hard pack, don't rip it so deep, don't overwater it. Track prep has migrated to Loretta's too because oh. it was not as gnarly as years past where it was, you know, foot peg deep ruts all the way down certain straightaways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, I, yeah, Loretta's was a, a nightmare for me the year I went. Yeah. Just being a California guy and not knowing any ruts. I think you should try next year. I think you should try it, yeah. No, dude. I've done my time. It's like the bucket list has been checked. No. <laughs> I think, okay, I think this is, this is what needs to happen, okay? I'm going to race Supercross a few more years, mm -hmm. and then I got to wait, I guess, like two years after I like score a point or something, some dumb rule. Yeah. Everyone from Swap Moto Live has to race Loretta's that net, like that year. Okay, that's let's all tr Let's all try we'll, it. We'll even take Scrub Daddy. Exactly. Oh. Everyone. Even Chase. Oh. Yeah. Chase. No. 250C. No. 80 plus. Uh, <laughs> I'll race 25 plus in pro sport. And Anton, we can put him in like something 30 too. plus or something yeah. like yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 30 BC or something. <clears throat> hey, Anton, is the 30 BC still 30 BC or is it just 30 now? I think it's just 30 now. Okay. Because uh, I heard some people were bitching about Emig winning. But I mean... Fuck, why, why shouldn't he be able to go win, right? I thought he he rode the 50 class. Yeah. Yeah, he did that too. Yeah, but like, like BC pro was the only class that oh. was like not, you can never be a pro. Yeah. But then, you know, they still did let that guy in anyway the year I was there. He was on a 150, dude. Fucking yeah, chill did, out. did Emig win? I know he won the first moto. I, dude, like some of the vet classes and stuff, like there's so much of that going on. And I really go down there to pay attention to like 10 kids. Oh, yeah, the up and comers uh, for sure. Yeah. So, like, it's cool to see all that stuff, but even, like, the Rhino thing and him riding that old CR, I <laughs> had no idea about it until <laughs> I got down there. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. The bike is beautiful and everything like that, but I was really looking forward to, like, 
Brownie Rhino 03-125 National Championship redo. I was, like, ready for blood. And I think I think that's sort of why he steered to that two-stroke because he, yeah. he didn't really want to take it too serious. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, obviously, he still tried. And, you know, but, like, I don't know. Like, I would say if he rode did ride a normal bike, he, he probably would have got himself into some trouble. Mm-hmm. Not really, like, in that's, trouble, but what? I feel like he would have pushed the limit. You know what I mean? It would have been a lot more serious for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't really Brownie, think that he wanted to do that. And and Brownie, you know, the internal, the eternal competitor. Yeah. Uh, in dude. that, you know, plus twenty five moto, it's him, it's Heath Harrison, it's Robbie Marshall, and it's the um, I can't think of the kid's name. They used to race arena or outdoor motocross from Kentucky with the all black bike with the record company sponsor. Oh, Jake Bomber, dude. Yeah. Jake Bomber, dude. They are going for it. Dude, like, and I they yarded. They Hunter yarded Clemens. the top five. Yeah. Yeah. Even Hunter Clemens. I mean. Uh, I don't know, really know how well he did, um, but I do remember him racing outdoor nationals. Um, you know, back in back in the day too. There was a lot of people who who show up for that class. You know, like that used mm-hmm. to be pretty pretty good old pros. So, I mean, Jake Bomber, dude, he was in well inside the top twenty whenever he raced outdoors every weekend. So, do we know? Do you know? Did Emig win? I know he won a few motos, and it came yeah. down to the last moto with him and Keith Johnson. I think they both ended up on the ground in the first turn. Huh. I'm, but, look, I'm looking up results right now. Okay, that, and then so one. I don't follow Rhino because mm-hmm. it just gets a little too weird for me. Yeah. But was he doing uh, posts like saying, you don't need a new bike, look? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know, but I know that he did crash, and he like bent the pipe, and the thing was yeah. going like so slow. It was yeah. like, and he was jumping that big uh, single out into the uh-huh. sand. Like, just you know, like full like <laughs> boom, 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 boom. dude i can't i honestly i can't imagine riding that bike i mean i had a I mean, my, my a, first dirt bike was an 87 cr250 mm-hmm. which was the same as the 86 except at a rear disc brake yeah i mean and like in my mind that thing was amazing right like yeah. that's how you remember it and everything mm-hmm. but i know it's got to be a flexy piece of shit i mean jerry robin he he won a like a title at loretta's oh, okay is it the same bike yeah, no, it's not the same bike because okay. Jerry Robbins still has his. Okay, and he rides it every now and then. He loves the thing. <laughs> Freaking loves the thing, right? I mean, he won a title at Loretta's on that thing. Well, I mean, pretty much a lot of people came together to help him do it. But whenever he did it, that's pretty much. I mean, he was he was a kid who grew up with no money, so that was the only thing that he had to ride, and. uh So I mean, yeah, I mean that's just what he did. He freaking showed up, won. <laughs> what class do you win on that? Uh, I think it was one of the B classes. <laughs> Dang. Dude, yeah. That's pretty yeah. That is wild. Like, yeah. That's that goes pretty to show you how crazy that race is because there are kids <clears throat> down there in that same year that had probably been like amateur mini star talents for years yeah. and had, you know, full blown like eight kit suspension and stuff on their bikes as close as they could. And then Jerry goes down there and kicks their ass. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had Chad Watts do the engine and like everything. Like, that bike was a fire breathing dragon. <laughs> you know, but, I, I could have helped him clean the power valves in between motos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. When I had, so 87 CR2 video is my first bike. I used to keep it in my bedroom. Like, I loved that thing so much, right? Yeah. I could wheel it up on my patio and mm-hmm. sliding window. I put it in my bedroom. But I literally cleaned the power valves every time I rode. Wow. I mean, it's like, that what was recommended was like six hours or something yes. probably, but like I was so shitty, I was probably clogging them up anyway. Mm. But yeah, I cleaned them every single time. I wanted wow. that thing to run perfect. Dude, uh, I have froze scores. So he went three three two for second overall in forty five plus. 
and then he went one two two for second overall in the fifty plus class. Oh, he didn't win. No, he didn't win. I think Keith Johnson won a moto. Yeah, he won a moto. Keith Johnson, Keith Johnson went two one one in uh, fifty plus, and then he went two two eight for third overall in forty five plus. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's the eight was where they they both crashed in the first turn, I think, or something. Mm. So, yeah, that's freaking. Uh, I mean, that's pretty good for a one fifty. Oh, yeah, not good. bad. Yeah. Well, dude, it's a mini bike track, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is, <clears throat> all the lines are made by minis. They're yeah. all tight. It was funny because the year I went, I sucked like my first two motos or three motos or something. And Coombs finally grabbed me and walked me around the track and he goes, "You got to remember, the lines here are made by mini bikes." So yeah. go and so he told me to go outside everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing about Loretta's too, uh, Nick Romano setting the fastest lap time of the week. Dude, a yeah. B class kid. Yeah, mm. dude. He, wait, faster than Kitchen. Yes. yes, dude. This happens every year. Like Pierce yeah, Brown did it a couple years ago in the mm-hmm. B class. Every year it's the B class kid. It's so yeah. strange. Yeah, I like Nick Romano, man. He's a yeah. freaking. He's a cool dude. Good personality. Coming up to the A class next year, I think he's gonna freaking. Mm-hmm. He's he's gonna be the guy because he. I see him at the practice tracks. I see him. He's doing right motos. there with Kitchen. He's right there, if not a little bit better than Kitchen some yep. days. I mean, yep. but for a short period of time, obviously, I think Kitchen has a little bit more fitness right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean. At this point in time, Romano's young. He doesn't really have to have that type of fitness. Do you know? Does Romano still live at Nick uh, Wilhans' house? Yeah. Uh, I, well, I think they're at they're in Florida now. That's true. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all in Florida. I was gonna say that's kind of weird with uh, Will going to Gas Gas. Yeah, they all went out there. Romano went out there like right away too. He Did was he? First yeah, he, out there. yeah, he went. He was one of the first ones out there. So. <clears throat> Dude, have you noticed? I mean, it's kind of lonely in Southern California without nice. Star here. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's weird because I hate it. you have so many more ruts because <laughs> you don't have them fucking blowing them out every week. Oh, you know what I mean. Every time you get to the track, it's like a freight train, and those there's no lines by the end of the thirty. By the time they get done with it, because they're wide open, just Dude, blowing everything out. In the last month, the last couple of times I've gone out to film like content during the week. I like last time I went to Paula. I'm like, Ray, Dude. Heart yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Dude, man, this is so depressing. Yeah. It's so quiet. Yeah, it's like Cody Shock, Heart Raft, Shimoda. Mumford, maybe. And Mumford. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's so weird. Slow California. Not SoCal. Slow Cal. <laughs> Jeez, man. Mm. So, Anton, uh, what other standout things did you see this weekend at Loretta's? The kitchen thing. Like, that kid is unbelievable. From mm-hmm. last year when he was in, you know, the 450B, 250B limited classes and was just, you know, getting everybody's attention with the stuff he was doing and setting the fastest lap times and all of that to now where he was the star. He was the star of Loretta's going into it the entire week. Everybody was watching him. He would get good starts early in the week and then check out. He had a couple so-so starts after some bad gate picks um, midway through the week and then would call, like just claw his way back. And then going into that open pro sport moto, it was a three-way tie between him, Hymas, and Kilroy. And all three of those guys led it at one point in the race. Mm-hmm. Hymas had it early, went down, which was unfortunate because Chance was having a great ride at that point and then you had Kilroy who was kind of the underdog coming into the whole week you know the Suzuki thing that everybody keeps bringing up but he rode great and he made up for when Kitchen got docked earlier in the week and got a moto win out of that and then won one straight up as well and then they're going into that kind of tight left-hander before the finish line and then he stalled the Suzuki so that sucked because mm-hmm. he went from first like way, way back in the field before he got it going again. But Kitchen was excellent. You know, he could come on late in the race and he would stand up and take wide lines that other guys weren't taking. Um, 
he rides a lot like AP. Somebody mm-hmm. at Star Racing pointed this out to me a couple weeks ago, and then I watched it again. I'm like, oh, yeah, he does. He stands up everywhere. His feet don't really ever leave the pegs or anything like that. Even if it is a really choppy section, his body is so, like, his technique's so good, it makes the bike just track right through it. He looks awesome. Yeah. Um, he, he's going to be badass to watch at Unadilla this weekend because he has been, like, chomping at the bit to do 30-minute motos on full-size tracks mm-hmm. and just go for it. I, I would not be surprised if he kind of held back a little bit at Redbud, not to be too badass at that one, not to put too much heat on him coming into Loretta's, but now that he's able to just go, mm-hmm. he, I think he's going to be like one of the big guys this weekend. At yeah. least interesting to watch. You'll see a lot of hype around him. Mm-hmm. Kilroy did great. Um, that kid is really, really good, very underrated, I think. Uh, but I think as this these last five nationals go off and he's in the mix, you know, just to be there. Can he keep up with Dylan Schwartz on that on that same bike will be good. Yeah. Uh Hymas isn't gonna race any of these last nationals, but really? he's gonna do those yeah, oh, he's the gonna do those team changing. Yeah, he's gonna right? switch. Yeah. Which after the Jet Reynolds thing of Jet breaking his Dude. collarbone, it's unfortunate, but like they're not gonna abort all of his already in place deals for a five race fill in. You know what I mean? He's not gonna drop fly and all these other people to do Fox and Bell. It's not even it's not even something that they had been discussing. Mm-hmm. So he'll do those two combines and just see how he goes, and then go pro next year with uh, a different team. And then, yeah, Jet broke his collarbone late in the week, and that was pretty much the end of it. And it sucks too because the last two years that Jet's had mm-hmm. have been very frustrating for him. You know, he had issues down in Texas when I watched him earlier this year. Last year's Loretta's, he stacked it up in the Ten Commandments. This year, he has this happen. Mm-hmm. it sucks but you can tell like he's done he's over being an amateur he's ready to go pro he doesn't want to deal with this anymore he just wants a clean start and just to be one of the guys instead of the standout guy that everybody's attention is on was tickle down there with him yep yep yeah yep it's cool and that's cool to see too because you have tickle and you have jake weimer and then you have ryan villapoto all around you know rv's kind of helping tent. out kitchen a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But RV's around Kitchen, you know, just a little bit as that, you know, Northwest connection. Tickle's helping out Austin Black, and then he's been a little bit there with Jet Reynolds, and then you have Weimer dealing with Hymas, and it's just cool to see all these guys out and around and just helping this next up-and-coming generation. Mm -hmm, Yeah. I mean, hey, Austin Black, too. I mean, dude. okay, so. That kid's good. So Brock has been helping out Austin Black and Jet Reynolds. I watched a moto, like, I mean, I feel like Austin Black wants what freaking Jet Reynolds had, so he's been pushing like super, super freaking hard, right? And I yep. watched him for that whole moto hold off Jet and just straight up beat him. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So like, I mean, I don't really think it was going well for Jet the whole week prior yeah. to the collarbone. I feel like maybe he had he was dealing with something. It had to be like arm pump or, or supposedly they changed a lot of bike setup on mm-hmm. both Hymas's and Jet's bike after oh. the first day. Oh, okay. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, Austin Black, dude, he had some grit this week. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was riding really, really good. And you talked to, like, Brock about that that kid because he's been with him for, like, probably a year and a half, two years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brock says he, like, he can push him. That kid anything, just wants it. Anything you throw at him, he'll do it. Yeah. He's just one of those kids, which is mm-hmm. really good. He's in shape, too. Yeah. Like, they had him on the podium afterwards, and he was immediately out of his gear, no jersey on, just cut on the podium. And you're like, damn, that, that boy's cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he's ready. Yeah. So uh, what about the uh, super mini classes? That, Dude. With the video of Deegan? Did we figure out if he missed a gear or if he was trying to pull a, pull a no, little attitude he, move? 
I think it was like a culmination of everything, but I also, I think it was like, hey, I got to get defensive now and get a little weird, mm -hmm. but then he just messed up. Like, you can see him coming out of the line, and the bike's just, ch -ch -ch -ch, like, it's not really fighting in, and mm -hmm. then he, he tried to get out of the way, like, to his credit. Yeah. It, that was just a racing accident. There was nothing crazy right there, because him and Janik apparently are pretty good friends. Like, they were talking on the podium after everything. Surprisingly, you don't see that a lot at these amateur races, I've noticed. A lot of these little kids don't interact with each other after the races are over. Very few of them will run up and congratulate each other and talk on the podium and all that. Otherwise, they just they don't even acknowledge each other a lot. Yeah, there's lots of beef, bro. There is a lot, a lot of, of shared dude. There is a lot. There is a lot. There's a lot, bro. Dude. There is a lot of beef and in it, the amateur pits, and dude. it comes up like Mumford and Schwartz still don't like each other. No, yeah, oh. it, it just keeps continuing. No, oh, dude, Mumford and freaking Styles Robertson. Yeah, did y'all see yeah. that on the freaking broadcast <laughs> at yeah. Southwick, dude? <laughs> they hate wait each other. Wait till, wait till you see uh, this Phineas, Mark Phineas, this kid from Indiana, and the fairy one. That shit's gonna go yeah. this level. Oh, I can't, fuck. I dude, I can't believe it didn't go nuclear. Last moto, they're tied going into a Friday moto, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, this is for a championship. It's one of the schoolboy classes, both on 125s. Each guy's had standout moments through the week. Phineas has been kind of underrated, and he starts putting it together. Dude, Perry had a couple fast. issues, but he's there. They line up next to each other on the gate. They get... 15 feet out of the gate, Ferry cuts over and just fucking cleaned this kid's clock. <laughs> oh, shit. And there are multiple people that have it on camera, and I cannot believe that it, this footage has not come out. Timmy said, you know, that he had to defend him. Timmy had to defend his kid, and he said he hit a dirt clod, but like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's one of those, like, Loretta's moments where you're just like, wow, this is amateur racing. Yeah, I, I, I assume, like, a lot of the star guys don't like any of the team green guys and like i know there's might be a little bit of beef between cochran and deegan so mm -hmm. like i don't know it's just it's a whole like i don't know man once these guys like keep getting older and then once they do get into the pros i feel like it's not gonna get any better no. it's only gonna get worse yeah hey, so beef like, is good for the it is it time. is dude Holy it's like cow social media though like encourages it though oh, it so does. it's so sick <laughs> i mean you see all yeah. these like the winner the winner ams are like all these races from Texas, you see the the Jet Reynolds, uh, Nick Romano, like kitchen, like cleanouts, and freaking them like racing hard and them just eating shit everywhere. Like, I don't know, man. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the like dad even, drama. Dude, yeah. I was waiting for it. I was like, I ran to the podium after one moto. I'm like, come on, I want to see it for myself, <laughs> and it didn't happen. And like yeah. even the fairy. Uh, Phineas thing like it was wild it was totally wild but I mean with the title on the line this is what's going to happen they were trash talking each other on the starting line the next morning uh, Phineas went out and won that last moto but Ferry still won the overall but yeah dude there's a lot of like animosity down there and it's it's funny because I didn't think it had been like that for a while and then out of nowhere it seems like there's a lot of little rivalries everywhere in the pit the older guys that are around are all cool with each other like there's some guys that are you know can bounce around and the the guys that are out there you know there's a handful that you can tell there's like serious serious issues yeah so, I, I can't see tim ferry being a mini dad like gnarly like yelling he's not dad. he's really not i think he just sort of goes with the flow of whatever his boy does he's like all right yeah <laughs> you he, know what i mean timmy does all his shit talking on instagram yeah <laughs> dude he talks so much shit to me on instagram i love it <laughs> yeah he's pretty funny he loves instagram he always talks about the Insta bangers, like the videos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So where do we think that uh, Deegan's going to go? Is there any talk of that? I mean, obviously they put out like a YouTube video. They're like, oh, which which seven te- figures? Yeah, which team? <laughs> do you, which team do you think that my boy's going to? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so Deegan told me that they're going to get a KTM two fifty for sure. Mm-hmm. He said that on camera uh, in that interview I did with him. That's on YouTube. But yeah, I don't know. I. I had heard some people even say like, "Oh no, he's gonna stay." But I, yeah, it's kind of up in the air between whoever's Monster sponsored right now. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the big thing, right? He's loyal to Monster, Monster, yeah. not necessarily a brand. Yeah, yep, totally. So it's either Star or Cowie, Cowie. right? Yeah, Star mm-hmm. or Cowie. The Star thing would make the most sense because, like, remember back in the day, Deegan sponsored that team. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Man. So we'll see, but um. Yeah, I mean, even those guys, like, the super mini thing with Deegan, if you look at any of the numbers, like, on the live stream or any of the comments, Dude. every other comment was, like, when is Deegan race? When's Danger Boy? When's this? Insane. When's that? How's he doing? Mm-hmm. And then when he would line up, you could just see the numbers just immediately uptick. And then as soon as he was off the track, they dropped down to, like, normal levels again. Yep. Um, Crazy. Super mini was like, the biggest race of the YouTube thing. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And and it dude that bike is so badass in person. It's mm-hmm. got like the tall bar risers. Those method wheels are cool. Brian explained on the video like they're they're moto wheels. They're just normal moto wheels, but that's amazing branding uh, to put something like that there. You know that's just a sponsorship opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that bike was tricked. Like this nice hand built FMF pipe. That white frame stood out. Like some of those super minis. That's the stuff. Even as like a thirty something year old man that I see, yeah. I'm like, bro. When I was 14 years old i was daydreaming about a bike that looked like that mm-hmm. real quick on that method thing and the beef between uh deegan and uh 66 I'm cochran. cochran cochran so cochran's been a long time sp- sponsored kid from vision wheel which is a another very big off-road wheel method like company mm-hmm. and method was like jumped on board and just grabbed the wheel thing well, Vision's just the big shroud logo on on Cochran's bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there is like some little in the off-road forums. I follow some beef like that. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's endless, dude. It's endless. Yeah. These kids can't even drive yet. No, no, <laughs> yeah. Bummer for Cochran because that yeah. kid was fast, and then to go down yeah. like he did, and and break a bunch of ribs, and then have a punctured lung. Like it sounds like he was even wanting to come back and race, and the doctor's like, "Yeah, dude, there's no way you could do that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, not down there right now." No, that's um, so that was a bummer. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see some of these kids get bigger and bigger and onto the full-size bikes because, dude, they were doing stuff on Super Minis that I don't think that Super Minis have ever gone as fast as they were going. Oh, in the back section, one moto, I seen um, Deegan come out of Storyland, right? You have those, like, that double, triple. Uh He was going double, double and hitting the landing and jumping over the inside roller. What? And then just keeping it pinned, yeah, right next to the tree. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Only Super Mini that did it. Yeah. Wow. That's sick. It's crazy to me to think like these kids are so young and their their vision with riding and seeing mm-hmm. these lines and being so creative. Whatever I'm watching them, I'm like, I could have rode that track for three weeks and still not been as creative yeah. as this kid on a freaking super mini. Mm. It's nuts yeah. how much talent and like knowledge they already have. How much of that do you think? Like, I talk, I forget who I was talking to. I, it might have been Nick Way. I was talking to this or talked to him about this a little bit, and like his kids, like these kids, they're they're at the track, and then when they're at home, they're watching YouTube videos of their favorite riders, their pros, Ken Rocks, and doing what, seeing what he does in the corners and stuff. You growing up, you couldn't just—I mean, you could watch some movies maybe, but you couldn't go on YouTube and watch no, Ken Rocks' laps or whatever. I watched like the old 
Gary Bailey Moto videos. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know Pros I mean? at practice and play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched those. I watched a lot of On Any Sunday. Just, I mean, it, I watched a lot of K-Dub. Mm-hmm. Like, K-Dub was my guy. Like, it was, I, it, I tried to mirror it. Obviously, it did not work, but K-Dub was my guy. <laughs> yeah. And think about it, too. Like, you're watching technique footage and this whole dynamic of like watch real footage of guys going fast has happened dude when a ray and i were kids and even like you know anybody rv's age all those dudes if you were watching steel roots you were seeing jeremy do just as many seat grabs and like backflips off the pontoon boat at havasu <laughs> right? yeah. like you weren't really seeing any of that yeah, yeah dude the kit like the technique that kids have and you can even watch it in the mx2 class over in europe right now mm-hmm. if you watch that latvia race they're doing lines and stuff like that that are unbelievable like that that next generation has already found a couple little things that they're going to do different than the guys that are racing even right now the guys like tomac and stuff totally mm-hmm. yeah crazy so uh which guys are jumping up this weekend obviously kitchen i think the kitchen top and kilroy oh, yeah i mean yeah, kitchen and no Kilroy. Jet, obviously. Yeah, no Do you jet. think Austin Black makes the trek out there or he comes back to California? I don't know. Um, I think he might do those last West Coast ones, okay. but that drive all the way out to Unadilla, like mm-hmm. that's a pricey and I mean, you know how expensive flights and stuff yeah. are right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I would just hang back a little bit or do the Indiana one if you're gonna do that. Uh whatever. But yeah, yeah I think all that stuff right now. It'll be cool to see how many people show up at Unadilla though. Mm-hmm. And then it sounds like a lot of that front-running group in the super mini classes are all jumping up to big bikes now, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Deegan's kid, I think Cochran is pretty soon. Uh, Christian Janik, there's going to be quite a few guys. So, think, it's like, the overturn just keeps continuing. Yeah. And then, dude, we didn't even have, like, Ryder D or anything like that involved this year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, where do you think Ryder D would have fared if he was healthy? He would have been up well, there he's 250B, right? Yeah, yeah, him and Romano would have been like head to head, I would think. Mm-hmm. Is Romano gnarlier than him, though? Yeah, I think yeah, Romano's, Romano's a Dude, Romano is unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it seemed like it seemed like Ryder D was back pretty quick from a broken femur. Though. He's riding. Huh? Yeah, he's riding and everything. Yeah, but it seemed like that was really fast. Really yeah, fast. It was it all, in people that are injured and come back, it always seems faster when it's not you, right? Yeah. yeah. But still, that seemed really quick. That he was back on the bike already. Mm. So, uh, what else? Anton, you're, you're chomping at the bit to get back to Unadilla. Have there been any rumors or developments in the pros? Um, we're getting Team USA stuff figured out. It mm-hmm. sounds like the team is pretty much set. Uh, the, unit, the announcement won't come at Unadilla this weekend, so people, if you don't hear it happen, don't think they're not sending a team. It's going to happen at Bud's Creek instead, uh, apparently. Um. But now it sounds like the problem will be the Europeans because uh, Youth Stream, or I'm sorry, Infront Moto Group, the people that organize all the races over there, pretty much told all the teams this weekend in Latvia, hey, we're not going to do the championship points thing. That That's going to be off the table. So uh-huh. guys that are in the middle of a championship chase, and it's kind of boiling down to a five-rider fight for you know the 450 class title over there, there might not be a lot of participation. So we'll have to see what happens with yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, dude. Where the hell did Shane McElrath and and Rocky <laughs> Mountain come from? Dude, I yeah. thought that was fake when I Photoshop. first saw it. I think Photoshop. that's a Photoshop. I mean, definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely Photoshop. Photoshop. He told me that he rode the bike once already, though. Yeah. He's really? going to ride it this week, yeah. He's going to come in tomorrow. Okay, so something interesting, though, about that is Shane wrote, I don't know if he changed it, but he's excited to get back on a KTM. I've heard rumors. 
there's been rumors. And then Rocky Mountain, Forrest Butler saying, we have a lot of changes happening next year. Mm-hmm. Is there even going to be an orange bike next year? So I've heard right. this a couple different ways across the summer um, about how what was going to happen. They might not be factory services anymore is the latest thing that I've heard, but they would just go stick with KTM stuff and then twisted. have somebody else do their bikes Ooh. and everything. Yeah, twisted. Mm. Yeah, That would be sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. So I, I talked to Shane, what, a month ago yes. or so? And he said that there were some good things cooking. Mm. And I was like, oh, good, I hope. Yeah. And then, you know, his, his father-in-law, Jeff Jaton, he races against me in the in our series. He yeah. said the same thing. So I was like, oh, cool. CB, but, dude, uh, he'll smoke me at Glen Helen. Oh, okay. All right. But I'll wax his ass to stay fair. Oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, dude, I was super stoked when I saw that. Yeah. I liked it, unliked it, and liked it again so I could like it twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was sick. Yeah, it should be good. But yeah, I'm uh, um, I'm excited to hear what Shane has to say about it because he rode the bike once at least. Mm-hmm. That's good. And uh, you know, it's kind of funny because I was talking to Alessi about it, and we're Alessi's filled me in on what the team's doing next year, but mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to talk about it yet. But I was like, well, what about McElroy? I think as well. He's a huge gamble. It's like a lottery scratcher, right? Because you don't yeah. a thing like a back, you don't know if it's going to be good or bad or come back or. So he was totally off Alessi's radar at that point, mm-hmm. which wow. kind of surprises me because. Dude, I mean, Shane, how many races has he won? He's hugely talented. Yeah, definitely. You saying he rode it, we're going to have to find out where. Because I just, it just hit me. I have footage. I assumed it was Savachi, <laughs> but <laughs> there was no care. there was no number or anything at Paula on the Rocky Mountain bike. Mm. So I'll, we'll have to find out tomorrow because I might have to Go look at the footage and see. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That'd be good. Um, so with that team, too, I don't know. Like we've, I think we've talked about it on here. I know that it's been kind of quietly put out there. Uh, Forrest Butler did sell a stake in it, so they do have a new partner in it that has helped take over some of the ownership responsibilities, and it's the same guy that bought the 83 compound. So Chad's old oh, no way. down in Dade City. Sick. Yeah, so his kid actually raced uh, Loretta's in the yep. A class this past weekend. That's and right. then he, he bought the team on the you know word that his kid will have a, a spot to go pro eventually. Yeah, his... So, his kid's pretty. I saw, I saw the news of his kid getting a ride on that team like a month ago, and I was yeah. wondering where that came yeah. from. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then that that's how it all you know gets made sense. Is like, yeah, hey, we bought the team, so which is cool. <laughs> like, hey, it happens all the time in F one. Like Lance Stroll's dad, Lawrence Stroll, bought you know the Force India team, and then they've turned it into one of the top teams in F one right now with Aston Martin. So it, it doesn't matter as long as they still got guys paying the bills and keeping bikes on the track. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we gotta have Ronnie Ray buy like Team Honda or something. What do you think? Mm. <laughs> we had to dig pretty deep in them pockets of them Levi's. <laughs> I don't know how deep them Levi's are, but <laughs> there I mean, might I'm be a sure whole one of them pockets. We, we, we've already done that. We did the Spider Energy thing. We had a little team. It was just me mm. though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Spider Energy yeah, that was based in Corona, wasn't it? Because mm-hmm. I used to see that the guy. The guy was gym. your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Was this, it any good? Yeah, it tasted great. Spider Energy still around? Uh, I don't know. Is it Dragon Energy now? That new uh, Dragon company? I have absolutely no idea. I don't even think it's a thing anymore. Mm. Um, I haven't, I haven't talked to him in forever. But mm. uh, yeah, the slogan was "Get bit, stay lit." Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and the Why do I have a feeling you came up with that? <laughs> no, no. And then the sugar free was "Get bit, stay fit." <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, hey Ray, I drove through your hometown this the past week. Hell you yeah. Know, 
Do you guys call it Milan or Mylan? Mylan. Okay. Yeah, that Milan shit's too fancy. <laughs> <laughs> you probably drove right past my dad's pawn shop because, like, we're I right up, right there on the main road, right next to the um, I went down railroad tracks. Yeah, I went like down Medina Road. I was like, dude, a ray ought to move back home. There's so many big pieces of property out there you could just pawn yeah. up on. See, I was I was thinking about that. I told my dad to sort of keep an eye out for maybe like you know like a block of property or something that I might want to get. Um, I don't know, like. I just think it's a cool small little town. It reminds me of like Silver, yeah, it, is. it reminds me of Silvertown on Joe Silver Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Joe Dirt. Oh shit! I tell everybody how great it is, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is." I see it. So, yeah. but dude, I drove into town, and there's all these like, you know, Milan, Tennessee, home of so and so, plays for this football team, plays for this, plays yeah, where's for that, that home of there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when's the A race? A race billboard. Put up? I don't know. Um... I just need, I need to talk to the I need to talk to the head talk honcho over there. City council. Yeah. 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 I need to talk to him, say I need a fucking sign. <laughs> okay, so then if you live in Milan, what's Atwood? Atwood, okay, so like Atwood is like an even smaller town that actually like where I live live live. Mm-hmm. You know, like where I grew up. Or it's where my house is. Um and like Milan is where like I I went to school. Um it's where my dad's pawn shop is. It's only like 10 minutes away you know what mm, i mean it's just where like, everything is probably altadena pasadena yeah like, so like my Milan is like that's the place where it's got the walmart the grocery stores like all the places to eat atwood we got like three freaking weird churches um and a gas station one stop sign Dude, yeah and a post office and that's it hey nice. right you and i like grew up in the same town then Pretty much, because when I was driving through Milan, I was just like, dude, this is Highland, Illinois, which is down the street from me, yeah. and I'm in St. Jacob, and it's got one restaurant, like three weirdo churches, and a gas station. Exactly, yeah. And Boom. two bars. Mm-hmm. Yep. And one yeah. signal that starts flashing at 10 o'clock. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Got that, it's got that one, like, one parking lot with that restaurant that you've seen a thousand people try to freaking, like, run it, and it never, <laughs> never fucking works. Never fucking mm-hmm. works. It's been yeah. called 1,800 things, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, it was funny. But yeah, I, uh, when I, I stayed down in Jackson. So okay. I, like, everybody, everybody stays in Dixon. Like, if anybody's ever been to Loretta's, typically you stay in Dixon, which is like 30 minutes away, or then if you really got to hoof it, you go stay in, like, Franklin around Nashville. But I was like, I'm just going to go the opposite way. Um, yeah, man, closer. Jackson, shit, dude, that's right there. I mean, you got Bob's Honda, you got Bellevue Kawasaki, you know, you got all the freaking, like, all my homies there, you know what I mean? Like, I like that place, it's good, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of good mountain good bike town. trails there. There's actually, like, a really, mm-hmm. lot, like, a lot of good mountain bike trails there. And then, uh, you know, if you really want to, like, I mean, you know, you remember Bryce Klipple, I mean, he lives right down the road from there. They actually ha- are starting a track, what they already did. It's called Back 40 MX, and uh, right there, I mean, I'm sure you, you probably even passed it on your way home, um, but uh, they had it open all week prior to Loretta's for all the amateur kids. I think they had like 30, 45, 50 people there um, a few days right before Loretta's. Mm-hmm. Um, they did quite a bit of advertising with it, and uh, a lot of people showed up, so that was cool. That's cool. Yeah. I know a lot of people hit me up prior to Loretta's, you know, like, hey, like, where do we ride? I just sort of sent him Bryce's number. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an old pro, used to race Supercross. Um, he's helped training kids now, and... They built a lot of stuff over there at his property. They have a lot of equipment. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. 
Have you heard that Yoshimura is now making bicycle components? That's right. Their first product to market, the Chileo Pedal, was over two years in development, and now they're ready for your mountain bike or BMX bike. Made in the USA and available in two sizes, you have to see these masterpieces of machining to appreciate them. They're most likely the last pedals you'll ever need for your bicycle. Now shipping worldwide. Check them out at YoshimuraCycling.com. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice, for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next, cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, what's up guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-Shirt Printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaTShirtPrinters.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. 
So, dude, how are the hands? How are the arms? Uh, so, like, like you're moving way better than I thought. Yeah. Like you're moving your fingers and everything. Yeah. So you're probably having no butt wipe problems. No, no, I'm good. I'm left. Yeah. I'm, I'm left handy. You're doing the finger scoop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I bought wet wipes and it's like. But, but did you install the tissue yet? No, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. It's sitting there on the thing, yeah. but I, I, I just can't do it. I want to. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Kenny was out of town. Yeah, Kenny was out of town. Kenny was at Loretta's all week. I was home alone. I had to make a call. Um, yeah. <laughs> I needed a bit of help, but uh, but yeah. And then I had I had some help this week. I had I had someone else sort of fly in and help me out. Um, yeah, but uh, honestly, my left wrist feels almost back to normal, which is good. It was pretty much all they did was they took like half of my scaphoid bone out mm-hmm. and put a lot more bone in and took the hardware that was backing out mm-hmm. and bent. That probably um, feels good that you don't have that hardware in there, right? Uh, I do. I still have hardware. Um, I have like three it? screws. Yeah, they just replaced oh, okay. it and put a lot of new bone in. Okay. Because yeah. my bone is, I mean, my bone's still trash. Like it has a lot of bone spurs like around the back and stuff. Like he said here in a few years, maybe I might have to get another, like a partial fusion on this wrist too. Mm-hmm. But for now it, it's okay because I don't know. I got arthritis a little bit starting up hey, on the you know, outside. On the, that wrist brace right there, you got some blonde hairs in it. Mm. Oh, oh, those those are Johnny hairs. Those oh, are Johnny. Johnny's, Johnny's got yeah. long blonde hair. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh so my right wrist, it's it's pretty sore, man. It's still swollen. Um they had to do a lot of work to it. They they worked on it on Wednesday and then they honestly they didn't finish and they had to so work on it Friday, again and on Friday. So um I had to get half half of my scaphoid removed on this one. I had to have a four corner fusion. And then they put a bunch of pins, everything, and then I also had a carpal tunnel release, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so it was it was a lot of work to do this one. I got pins everywhere internally, so in about eight weeks, I got to fly, fly back, back, fly yeah. back to Colorado, and uh, get all the pins removed. So today you're supposed to be in Colorado getting your stitches out. Yes, but you're going to use your wire cutters and do it yourself at home. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I have uh, I have bone graft from my left tibia, and mm-hmm. then my right hip because they were like oh yeah we're gonna take it out of your right hip tibia i'm like no you're not because there's like oh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like a lot of hardware in there you, you ain't gonna find shit and then i've already had a bone graft in this hip so they had to go out of this one bro they had they were working on everything so they had nowhere to put the iv and they put the iv in my foot nice and i was so freaking scared i was like oh my god because i've never had an iv in my foot yeah and i'm like this is gonna hurt like a son of a bitch <laughs> I had to get one through my neck. Oh my god! When they did my arms. Oh yeah. Oh, because they couldn't find a vein on my foot for some reason, and so Ooh. they threw it through my neck. Damn, that's a little odd. And hardcore. They, dude. they took out a mirror so I could watch them rip it out. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a struggle. Uh, last week was was not not a very or the week after or week before was not a really fun week. Mm-hmm. A lot of pain. Um, luckily, I had my dad there. Mm-hmm. He's a freaking man. And then on the way home, my flight got both of our flights got canceled. Oh, my dude. dad's like, oh, I hate airports. I, I should have just drove. <laughs> so he, I just rented him a car and just he drove to Memphis. It was only no like way. seven no or eight way. hours. Yeah, it was only like seven or eight hours. Oh my god! Just like, yeah, get me out of this fucking airport. Did, <laughs> did getting on the plane and flying up the altitude make shit hurt worse and swell? Uh, I mean, I had I had a little bit of like medical help, like little, you know what I mean? Yeah, but still, but like the swelling though. The swelling was like, yeah, I was going to sleep like this. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> so those uh, braces you have, it looks like they put like soft plastic on and 
yeah, custom molded. Sort of, yeah, just sort of custom molded and everything. Um, I can't really move this thing for about eight weeks until mm-hmm. I get the uh, the pins out. But at least I can like take it on and off and shower and stuff. Dude, you're stoked though, because like usually when it's in the wrist and they want your wrist immobilized, it goes past your elbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's partially fused. And it's got a bunch of pins in there, so I can't really move it's it very moving. much in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, yeah. Yeah. So we talked about last week, Pat Foster blew Dude, out his, his knee. freaking knee, man. Dude, it's so not Sawdust, bro. He, he did his ACL, which was a hamstring from a previous ACL, right? <sighs> he did his ACL, MCL, PCL, and broke part of his Top of his tibia. tibia. So <laughs> That's talk- usually what happens whenever you do all of them yeah yeah so i talked to him this morning and he's got a appointment with his doctor today because he's going to surgery tomorrow like how connected is he up in damn mammoth bishop area right yeah because he got in for mri the day he got home but in surgery a week later but he has to have an appointment with some doctors today and another doctor has come like a specialist and they have to have a powwow on how they're going to fix this shit because it's it's so bad i guess oh my goodness and uh he told me this morning he thinks he may be out for a year. Like, oh, <laughs> riding and testing. That sucks. So, yeah, who, we, yeah. who, I mean, who we need? We got to get somebody? Well, you're fucked up now, too, and so you, you can't ride. So, well, yeah, I know. But so, I, mean, I, yeah, I got two months. We're going to have to give Renee give me, Garcia give me, the call back. Give me a well, Renee's, Renee's straight Still? up going to school. and Oh. But he's he's coming out, though. Should we get Kenny Taco Bell? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> Can you talk about Bell? No, no. I called. I called our old standby, Rich Taylor, back. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, like, right. hey, I was like, hey, the can bike you? destroyer. I was like, hey, can you test? And he goes, yeah, I could always test. You fired me. I go, oh, I didn't <laughs> fire, dude. Really? Did I ever tell you that story one time? I got a bike back from Taylor, and it had the wood screws and shit in it. No, no, oh. no. I got it back, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, why does it look so thrashed or dirty? But it was clean. I started looking and like I took the radiator shroud off and everything underneath the radiator shroud was black. And I'm all, oh, what is this for a movie? Yeah, so I call him and I'm all, dude, did you spray paint my bike black? And he goes, what are you talking about? And I'm all, dude, what is all this black shit everywhere? And he goes, oh, I washed it all off. (laughs) They painted it with, what was that stuff called? Plasti Uh, dip? Plasti dip, yeah. Plasti dip. He made his bike black for a movie, a stunt or something. Yeah. Well, dude, (laughs) you can't be doing that. I don't <laughs> But yeah. Now Rich is uh he's an amazing tester. Oh yeah. Great feedback, great on the camera, great in photos. She just thrashes stuff, man. So like Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, with the up and coming aspiring professional son. Yes. You know, I was like, Oh uh, he he's practicing on her test bike or <laughs> you know, the, the <laughs> what's this old set of wheels on my bike that you gave back I don't know. <laughs> uh, but no, we're, we're bringing rt back though he's a badass heck yeah that's awesome but yeah so pat foster if you're listening best of luck with your surgery tomorrow and we're Jeez, all thinking about man. you yeah poor guy yeah it sucks it's a bummer it's yeah. the damn wood chips bro wood chips. yeah they made for a sick video but in photos but yeah that's about it wasn't a fan yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah dude so I, I uh, edited the vlog that went through the Sunday arrival in Portland and put it up this weekend, and it has the uh, Pat Foster follow cam with a GoPro in his mouth. Oh, does <laughs> it? Be at uh, the lumberyard. No, oh, wow. lumberyard. Dude, 
So Unadilla this weekend, man. I know. Ruts, long ruts. I can't wait. This is this is honestly one of my favorite races to watch every year. I don't know yeah, why, I but it so is. Too. It's just like whenever you think Unadilla, you just think fucking America. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. See, no, I was watching some old races the other day. Yeah. Why does the finish line always have to be a jump? Right. You know, and like badass when it was yeah, like Unadilla like. back in the day, fucking '86. You got Gary Bailey just fucking wide open, and then he doesn't let off until he like passes the checker flag. Dude. That's pretty sick. Or like at High Point, whenever they had it up, on, or was it High Point or Steel City, where it was just a turn, really? And you got like Rhino pushing his bike. It was High Point. Yeah, that was High Point. Like, fuck, it's pretty sick. You know, you should make it a wall and just have people ski jump through it. <laughs> what, what's the name of the jump? The big whip jump at Unadilla. The um. The sky shot. Sky, sky shot. Sky yeah. shot. That. I can't wait to see Barsha over that. I can't oh, wait God. to see Rod Bell on the sight lap. Or that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, weather. Is, that. Weather is supposed to be all time, too. A high is only supposed to be like 78 on Saturday. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Hey, the, la- the last two times I've been to Unadilla, it's been amazing weather until mm-hmm. the second moto is over, and then there's a fucking hurricane that comes through. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, are you. Are you uh, Driving to that, Anton, or are you flying to Syracuse? Flying. I'm going to fly to Syracuse. Yeah. yeah. So I'll fly up on Thursday night, uh, come back on Sunday. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's one of those races that no matter where you fly into, like you could fly into Binghamton, and it's like 45 minutes, or you got to go into Syracuse where you have more flights. But in the morning, no matter what, you have an hour drive to get to the track. Mm-hmm. So you just got to find out wherever you're going to go and then bail out of there that night. And, yeah, like what A-Ray said, dude, every year it would be great weather, and then about second moto – Big storms will start coming in. You just see how dark the sky is from miles away, and you're driving back to the to the hotel, and you can't even see ten feet in front of the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because you're on that sketchy little like two lane road, you're driving through people's front yards pretty much. Like you're in their living room. You know yeah. what I mean? Their houses are right on the road. But Unadilla is one of the most fun races of the entire year. I think just because of the history that that one has. You know, when you get to one spot on the side of the hill, you can see seventy five percent of the track. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always some good results there too. Like remember when Burner led so many laps until he fell and broke his leg that year. Oh, yeah. it's a good one. It's a it's one that's like so exciting, and because it's such a like classic style track, it gives everybody a pretty good advantage. Mm-hmm. Barsh is going to be good there. Y'all remember yeah, he, he he, whenever he jumped up like mm-hmm. 2011. Mm-hmm. You know, on that Honda, he just freaking was crushing it. So I think Barsh yeah, will be, be good, good this year. Yeah, totally. I think Sexton. You think so? On a roll. Hmm. Mm. I will be there co-managing the SGB Racing Maxis Babbitt's Kawasaki. Yeah, might you have Alex Ray sketchy merch for sale at the trailer? Um, I on the don't, lowdown? I should. I'm, I should. I think I'm thinking about it. Let me know. DM me if you're going to be in uh, Unadilla and you need a sketchy shirt. I can bring some. Um, you know what sketchy I mean? Sketchy sales. You know what you should do? I do have a new shirt. If if you guys haven't uh, haven't seen, it's like the sketchy bud tee. It's like kind of like a Budweiser theme. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will have some more shirts with that in white. Here coming up, coming up pretty soon. So uh, yeah, stay tuned. We should get like a hot dog stand, but then like sketchy. rewrap sketchy all over it. Yeah. But you should dress up like a hot dog stand guy, yeah. and then just pull out t-shirts and stuff <laughs> for everyone. Be that sick. would be sick. And then we also have a. Uh, see, I'm gonna be there the whole week. I'm gonna be at Unadilla and Buds. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an open house at SGB Racing um, on Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people are staying east. I know HEP is going to be staying east. Um, so they're going to be linking up with the, the SGB crew, I think, Rod Bell, and we're going to be doing some riding. Obviously not me, but, um, yeah, it should be fun. Fun week on the East Coast. And, uh, yeah, the next race is Bud's Creek. And then I will be flying to Vegas to be in the Pulp Show. 
So on Monday. Ah. On Monday. Yes. So. I mean that's that's fine. Conf- I, I don't know. I didn't know. No, I didn't know. No, I didn't no, figured I'd just break the news to you. You know. <laughs> you, you know on air. We'll just have to do the the podcast first. This before you fly or right when you land or something. Right when I land. Yeah, I think I, I land pretty early. I land at like nine. I'll have time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, should be good. You won't be going on the uh, pre-show mountain bike ride though. I oh, will not be. True. That no. I'll be at the house with the dogs. Oh, the new house too. Yeah, the new house. We moved again. Yeah. Yeah. Bought oh. another house. Is he renting the other one out? I think so. He's got he's got he's three a, houses now. He's just a um, a landlord. Empire. Dude. I think the new house I hear the new house is pretty nice. Kiefer said it's insane. Yeah. So Pulp and Mex, dude. <laughs> dude. So my little brother went drifting uh, in like Ohio a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Kyle's interest in moto is like he'll watch the races and stuff like that and he knows what's going on, but he doesn't listen to the podcast or anything. Like he's he's into it, but he's not like core core super fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's unloading his car, and some kid runs up on him. He's like, yo, are you Anton's brother? I thought you are because, you know, you're Antonovich, and you're from St. Louis. And Kyle's like, yeah. And then immediately this kid just starts hitting him with, like, 20 questions about Mathis. Like, he knows Mathis so well. And Kyle's like, dude, I barely know Mathis. It's so funny how everybody everywhere wants to know everything about Mathis all the time. The house thing, everything. Mm -hmm. My brother's like, yeah, I don't know that he bought a house. I've met the guy three times, dude. (laughs) Everybody knows that Mathis bought a house. Jesus wow. Christ. Oh, dude, I had a cool moment this week. Mm. I, I missed the kid's name, sorry. But I went and worked that uh, pump track race on mm-hmm. Saturday yeah. all day. And I had these two kids come up in little monster army hats or whatever. They're probably like 14, not kids, but younger. Mm-hmm. They came up and they like introduced themselves and said they're huge fans of like the content and everything. Oh, nice. At a pump track race. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sick. Dude, dude, people love the cool. podcast. Yeah. Sick. What about the kids... Face planning on the oh asphalt. Oh my god, dude! You guys, next time there's a race, we gotta go just watch instead okay. of chairs. I had. Is it like a timed race or like? Yeah, a race? so eat. There's like a, it's all age divisions, mm-hmm. and you get two laps to set your fastest, fastest, slowest mm-hmm. one that gets dropped. So like, the fastest time of the day was a, a 19 point like two, but that was like two seconds faster than anyone else. But dude, like these kids, like the first hour, I had a kid. I think he broke his jaw and knocked out his teeth right in front of me. Like, dude, just oh my pow. God. And then there, we had a dad. I got pictures of the dad. He, like, jumped out of the bowl because he lost control and just face, like, slid on his face. Is that for, the like, picture you sent me? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> nose was cut up all under his eye. His eyelid was cut up. Like, it was just chaos. It was so Dude, gnarly. I would wear a full face. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It was insane, though. Th- 19 seconds on that track that we rode yeah dude i think my time was like 40 dude the lap was insane they had I, a 35 plus class brian morgan was racing and stuff i think i've seen a video of the guy who won and he, yeah it's like he picked up speed so much <laughs> he's a, oh, i'm like holy cow it was insane yeah i'm yeah. like dude that tire rolls right now he's booked mm-hmm. and then we had another kid this other kid probably could have challenged that kid for yeah. when it was like them two were the fastest this kid first lap he exited the f- second corner, and he, he got so low and pumped so hard out of that, he did a backflip exiting the corner and ditched his bike and landed on his back like 20 feet away. Holy shit. <laughs> Crazy, man. Nuts. Yeah, dude. Nuts. <clears throat> Anton, so when when did you say you got there? You said you are getting there Thursday? Thursday night. Oh, okay. Like late, like 11.30, I think. How was the flight prices? Uh, not bad. Like, not terrible, but not great. Uh, yeah. it seems like everything's kind of tapering off now. Like all that summer traffic. Now that all these kids are going back to school and yeah. summer vacations are over, 
because Buds isn't too bad. Um, I'm going to drive to Ironman, so that's a no-brainer. But then I'm kind of waiting to see what happens with these last few rounds. You know what I mean? Exactly. Everybody knows that shit's you know, sort of starting to flare up. You know, starting what I mean? to get weird. Yep, starting to get weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hangtown, they, they, everybody keeps saying it's going on. Like officially, it's still happening. But everybody you talk to in the pits uh, has a different opinion on where we're going to have yeah. the last races at. Um, I hope we get a full twelve. I would really hope that it's not just two at Fox Raceway though, because that would yeah. be very anticlimactic. Like, hope I heard you know there are other places that would like to hold races. It just seems who could get what. Um, at Washougal, I asked, I asked somebody from MX Sports about the possibility of Hangtown not happening. They said that it would be fine, but that was three weeks ago, so yeah. who knows what's changed since then, especially as the state of California. Yeah, I got you guys pretty, go through whatever you go through. This weekend was kind of eye-opening because I drove by a couple, like we have a couple little COVID test centers yeah. by my house. And, dude, I haven't seen them, like, I didn't even think they were open the last month. Dude, yesterday, the one pretty close to Greer Ranch, like, that parking lot was full, like probably close to 100 vehicles getting tested. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens because it's definitely flaring up. Yeah. So, like, and then yeah. speaking of that, like, is everyone that has COVID now getting the Delta version? Well, dude, yeah, you know, I, mean, I know people who are, who are vaccinated who yeah, are getting that's the other thing. COVID again. I know people who got vaccinated a month ago that are sick right now. Really? Yeah, like my, my dad's coworkers and stuff. Like, it's weird. Mm. I don't know. So It's a bummer. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's weird. I mean, and even the same thing, too. Like, when we were talking about from, what was it, Southwick to Washougal, you know, there, there were quite a few guys that did not feel well, so who knows what's been happening. And yeah. now that, you know, we don't have testing like we had in Supercross and that this fourth wave thing or however many we're on right now, like, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be wild to see what happens in these next few weeks. But still, like, no top ten guy has missed a race because of COVID all along, right? No. No. That's, like, unbelievable no. to me. Like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. insane. Yeah. And I don't think, like, now that they're not doing tests and stuff like that, like, it's really a who-knows thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Supercross, like, I, realistically, let's all be honest, I didn't really know what they were doing with the Supercross test results until guys <laughs> like Brian Swanberg and A-Ray and a couple other people did test positive, like, through the year. Like, multiple people did test positive. Team people did. Even Swanee at the last race in uh, Utah. He's like, I thought this was all bullshit until I got sick, and I knew I was sick, and they wouldn't let me come to the race. He's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it's it's a real deal, you know. So, yeah. I, honestly, we got to get through these nationals and all that stuff, and you know, Bud's Creek, Ironman, Unadilla, that'll be fine. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I think you know, there's no Monster Cup this year. The attention really turns to MXGP is already going to have to condense their schedule a little bit. They've mm-hmm. already announced that Turkey is going to be a head-to-head race when they come back in a month, or uh, a doubleheader, sorry. So a Sunday-Wednesday rotation. Sounds like other races are going to have that same thing happen. Um, I don't see them going to, like, Southeast Asia or Argentina or anything like that to complete that championship. Mm-hmm. Paris Supercross, I'll be interested to see what happens. I would love yeah. to go to that. Weren't, weren't you thinking those nations might not happen? Yeah, Does Nations oh, yeah. was not going to happen. There was uh, talk that they were going to move it to Matterly Basin in England just as recently as a few weeks ago because this, uh, all of the United Kingdom, they pretty much opened it up and let these full-scale events happen as like a test run. Mm-hmm. So they had some big soccer thing. They had F1 going on. They're going to have a MotoGP race uh, in a few weeks with full-capacity crowds at Silverstone. So like they're kind of where we were a couple months ago. Of like, hey, just open it up. We got things going on. Let's see what happens. Um, 
But then, I, I mean, realistically, if they think that things are going to get bad in December, and regardless of, like, it sucks because we're basically talking about what we were talking about last April now. Yeah. You know, we have no idea what's going to happen. Can they have Anaheim Supercross if California shut down in January? Mm-hmm. That's the you know, thing, we're, though. I, That's we're, where this, we're back to nothing. This gets so sticky because you have all these profession, medical professionals saying this is going to be like the flu now. We're going to see it every year. So what happens every year when we have people test positive? Like, are we going to just have to start treating it like the flu? Like, oh, he's sick. Stay away from him? Or Dude, that's what like, I think. I mean, it's like still. I know how many people wild. have had it now, right? Yeah. And like you had it. It was just like the flu. Yeah. Yeah. It's just and old, old people, obese people, compromised people, they're going to die from the flu or COVID, mm-hmm. right? So why? I don't know. I don't want to be insensitive, but why are we all suffering for it? Yeah, <clears throat> I'll be I'll be interested to see what happens over these next few weeks as these last like big summer festivals, like these big concerts and stuff wrap up, because we just had Lollapalooza up in Chicago a couple weeks ago, and people are like, "Holy shit, that was a lot of people." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was some stuff down in Tennessee. There's some stuff in Utah. Like there's stuff everywhere. And then these kids going back to school and everything. Yeah, I I don't know. This is gonna be, and I, I real realistically. When this shit all started, they should have never said, give it two weeks and it'll be over. If, because they yeah. put a timeline on it and they said, hey, we're going to have it all sorted out by then, you fucked everybody's trust up because in two weeks pass and then you change the rules again. Like, you should have just never put an, an end date on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, sucks. But I think, like, stuff will go on. You know, I, I mean... They're going to keep racing. They're going to keep having basketball games. They're going to keep doing all that stuff, and people are still going to go to it if they want to go to it. I don't see anybody going back to, like, a full lockdown. I just think it's going to be And honestly, weird. I think crowds are better than they've ever Dude, been. Dude, it's insane. It's so I, insane. There was a sprint car race um, 45 minutes from my house uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Biggest turnout they've ever had for over the two-day race that they've had. And that track, you cannot fit people into it on a normal Saturday night when it's just the local stock car race. Yeah. So, like, people are out, dude. That was the biggest Loretta's that they've said they've had in years. I'm <laughs> sure Unadilla's going to be packed. Washuga was packed a few weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, people want to go do shit. There's there's no denying that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Anton, uh, someone DM'd me and said they heard a rumor the contract is up at the ranch. And that's... Oh, no, they, they, re- they renewed it. Yeah. They, they, they even announced that before last week. Oh, okay, Going okay. into it that they'll keep going. Yeah, um, yeah so... <laughs> That was weird. I mean, I'm sure that the contract was up, but they, they did just announce last week before the race got going that they're going to go back for a while longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, is that it? Yeah, I think so. Buy your sketchy merch at alexray.co. <laughs> Please. Or or there's I a have merch two broken tab. wrists. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, he, needs, he needs help with <laughs> the copay. <laughs> yeah. But. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you for listening. Uh, on behalf of Alex Ray, Jace Curtis, and Mike Antonovich, uh, I'm signing out on the Monday Kickstart podcast presented by ProTaper. We'll talk to you next week after Unadilla. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar, and the Micro Handlebar Kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.